guys. <laughs> Sorry, am I supposed to chime in there? Oh, hi! <laughs> Maybe I should start. I've got no idea what's happening. <laughs> I'm just zoning out. I'm drinking rum, so... Oh, amazing. Perfect. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode two of the Wise Up podcast with me, Ashley. And me, Maddie. Woo, woo, woo. Shall we maybe recap some of the feedback and criticism that we received last oh, week? Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, let's, let's. I've had loads of people message me just saying like, I loved listening to it. It felt like I was hanging out with friends and stuff like that, which melted my heart because like... We love that. We love it. So good. <laughs> um, I also got two quite specific bits of criticism. Um, love that. Want to hear it. One was that... One was from a uh, politics PhD student who... Uh, big fan of the show. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Who said to me that our retelling of uh, The Partition of Ireland was uh, abysmal. And fair enough fair enough yeah i did i mean i did put a disclaimer so it's to be expected yeah fair enough. yeah and i am a history teacher and i know well that's a bit <laughs> fuck all <laughs> but you've got all well i was gonna say you've got a worse excuse but i'm from the place so actually we both are we're never taught it we don't we don't get taught it in england it's it's terrible um and my other piece of uh slight criticism was that we actually also mistold the story well we didn't mistell we when we were at uni missed a trick and apparently like the free lunches at the church apparently there was enough churches in belfast that did free lunches that if you worked hard enough you could go to a free lunch every day of the week you're kidding no uh, i'm so gutted i can't believe that i know oh for god's sake i've i and here we were maggie mays all the time that's it spending a five on a bloody milkshake literally so yeah oh my god i know i feel like i've wasted uh, three years <laughs> yeah we were shit students shit oh jesus okay well Good, good to hear your feedback, and uh, all, criticism is always welcome. We love it. <laughs> yeah, keep, honestly, keep it coming. Like I yeah. enjoyed it massively. Please roast us. I Maybe we could do a roast if you just want to send us things that you hate about us. We would love to hear it. <laughs> I'm actually. We'll read them out. I'm really good at taking criticism, and I love accepting that I'm wrong about things. It's actually like one of my strengths. <laughs> I don't think I I'm... couldn't. I couldn't get through that. I couldn't get through. I've that. never used the phrase "sorry, I was wrong" in my life, like because I'm not. I'm never yeah. wrong. Sorry. Yeah, I feel like I'm the most stubborn person that mm. I know. I feel like we're equally stubborn. Yeah, potentially. Lol. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Nice. <laughs> the makings of a great friendship. Yeah, love that. <laughs> and also, I stand by my retelling of the partition of Ireland. I'm glad you. Did. <laughs> I... And do you know what? So many English people because told it was me that funny. they learned something. Well, that's so good. it was it was hilarious. People learned something. It's something. Great. It might not have been the right thing, but they learned something. Exactly. And that's all we can promise you. Uh, well, <sighs> Ashley, do you have your co-star open? I do have my co-star open. Also, what I realised last week is that we um forgot well, I don't know if we forgot, but we probably should have told people what our birth charts <gasps> are. All of our signs. Then they would really know what kind of people we are. There's me like scrambling to get mine up. Like, what is my sign? (laughs) (laughs) It's fine, I remember. Okay, so basically 
a little bit more of a breakdown of what your birth chart means. I'm not going to go too in-depth because I don't know <laughs> shit. I use this app to tell me everything I need to know. Um, my sun sign is Leo. Uh, my and that, well, The sun sign... That says it all. I know, I think it does, really. It's why we have a podcast. Um, but I think the, the sun sign is like... It's like your core identity. And then your moon sign is the sign that rules your emotions and then your rising sign is the sign that you might maybe identify most with because it's who you kind of present to others and um, who you kind of are I suppose on the outside. Um, So my sun sign is Leo, my moon sign is Capricorn and my rising sign is Pisces. So I'm a schizophrenic fuck basically (laughs) because I'm um full of pride but I also hate myself and want to crawl into a hole so I love that. that's kind of what my birth chart tells me about myself I love that <laughs> I my sun sign is a Gemini and Gemini's get so much stick but like honestly I love a Gemini yeah. I fucking love a Gemini to be, um, all my closest relationships are with Gemini's I it's mean weird. I only ever seem to date Gemini's which Ooh. is always a mistake but I just love myself, which uh, is true because my moon is in Libra, right, so yeah. probably a bit self-obsessed, but hey-ho. <laughs> and uh, according to CoStar, my rising is Sagittarius, Okay. but my rising, I've been told before, is Scorpio, but I'm easy So you're kind way. of like on the cusp. Mm, okay. Yeah. I am. Yeah, I can but, see that. But either way, I get bored easily. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> which is so true. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So... Our little headline for today, um, mine says, just admit it when you're confused and observe what happens next, which is um, great after me saying I stand by my awful retelling of the partition of Ireland. Yeah, hon, just admit that you were confused. (laughs) I need to take some, I need to take my advice. Yeah, so um, I need to... I need to have some humility and I need to admit when I'm wrong. Uh, um, I mean... Difficult. That's going to be a challenge. Mine is just fucking shit today. It says, the limits of your language are the limits of your world. Like, (laughs) yeah, thanks, CoStar. But also, like, part of me is like, yeah, and part of me is like, no, just because I can't articulate something doesn't mean it's not happening. Like, shut up. (laughs) Fuck off. So that's how I feel today. What is reality? (laughs) Very good. Very good. Oh, gosh. And how are we doing today? as a unit oh you go first okay let me find you on my little list oh, yeah go on okay so for me it says ashley when you don't get in your way it becomes easier to overcomplicate everything um what okay um maddie on the other hand will feel bullheaded it may <laughs> feel like you're a broken record if you're direct there is little chance that they will misunderstand you. Take off your moralising cap and just be sincere. And that is what we are doing on this podcast. We are taking off our moralising caps. (laughs) (laughs) We're not judging anyone. (laughs) Mine is so similar. It says, Mad, when you don't get your way, it becomes easier to stick to your guns, even when you know you are wrong, which is exactly what I do. Ashley, on the other hand, will feel mentally arrogant. 
And then the rest is exactly the same. But... Oh my God. <laughs> I... I do stick to my guns even when I'm wrong. I and mean... you are mentally arrogant. <laughs> yeah, we thought last week was a roast. Fuck's sake. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> Just won't leave us alone. Honestly. I do, I, I, I'll be honest, I didn't follow a single word of what mine said. No. When, when, when you don't get in your way, it becomes easier to overcomplicate everything. I never know what it's saying. So you need to stop getting in your way. I'm confused. And but then, then things will be more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. Why that makes... would I want that? My favourite thing about Costa is that they've obviously just got a string of sentences, which every day they just put different ones. Like, I think different so, yeah. I feel like it sounds like... to different places. Sometimes it sounds like someone who doesn't even speak English as a third language wrote it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, like, oh, for sure. Who wrote this, honestly? Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <sighs> but, I mean, at least I admitted it when I was confused. So, I'm really proud Co-star, of you. I'm confused. You've confused me today. She's taken the advice. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ashley, I feel like I've switched things up today and I have bought some political news. Oh my God. I love that. Which I know nothing about, but I thought I'd bring it. Fantastic. Anyway. We can dissect this and be ignorant and arrogant all at the same time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So, um, I have brought the news about France and Jersey having a little argument over fishing laws. Have you, do you know about this? I've heard some general talk about um, fishing tension um, because of Brexit. Yeah. But I think I heard something quite funny in relation to this specifically, but I can't remember exactly. And I'm wondering if it's the same thing I'm thinking of. Uh, well, I don't think mine's particularly funny, but I'll see if I can jog your memory. Okay. Um, essentially, so the thing that I find funny about this is that Jersey, one of the Great British Isles, not in Europe, never has been in Europe. I mean, sorry, it is, it is geographically in Europe. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. It's not in the EU. There we go. It's okay. never been in the EU. It's not in the EU. Oh. Brexit happens. Also, it's not part of the United Kingdom. It's a British Isle, but it's it's like its own It's a Commonwealth nation. It's a Commonwealth. Right. So Brexit happened. Why would it affect them? They're not in Great Britain. They're not part of the EU anyway. Why does it affect them? Apparently it does. Jersey is this fucking tiny island and they own an amount of sea that's like twenty times as big as they are. And apparently there's great fishing there. Um, So France have, like, something has happened with the fishing. France have got really angry. Loads of French fishing boats are, like, surrounding Jersey with, like, big protest banners on them. And the whole of France have... France supply 95% of Jersey's electricity. And they have threatened to cut Jersey's electricity off. (laughs) (laughs) And my favourite thing about this is that I've been to Jersey because I got to spend last summer there. My lovely ex-boyfriend is from there. And um, it's the most white middle-class place you will ever go to. And the fact that they're just surrounded by little fishing boats threatening to turn their electricity off makes my day. Well, it doesn't make my day. I mean, bless them, but it's fucking hilarious. That's so funny. I feel like I did. I think that was the thing that I read, but I think the <laughs> the article that I read about it described it like a siege. And I was really like, wow, this is, this is serious. That is very funny. Like all these just little French fishermen have just laid siege to Jersey. So <laughs> funny. I wonder are they trying to take it back? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, honestly, this... I don't know how to say this, but, like, I'm not sure what Jersey is. Like, it's just, like... No, me either. It's, like... Honestly, I don't know what half of the islands around the UK are. I don't know what the Isle of Man is. What's the... What, Guernsey? What the fuck is yeah. that? Yeah. I have no idea. And Jersey is beautiful. Like, it's absolutely stunning. But also, like, what do you do? And why are people here so rich? And, like... Tax haven. There is no industry. Like, I know, but, like... How do what? Why? Yeah. I, what? Yeah. Do do they have their own like? They have like their own like oh, banknotes. I, I mean, you have them in Northern Ireland, but they have a one pound banknote. No, like a one pound banknote, Ashley. A one pound banknote. I am so serious. Is it considered legal tender? Because if it is, I'm going to start throwing punches. I think it is. I mean, they're British. Well, pounds. technically, Bank of Ireland pound notes are not legal tender. <gasps> yeah. But Danske Bank is and first trust. Yeah, but if they're like printed and minted in Ireland, they're not legal tender. I'm in shock because I've spent a long time working in retail arguing with people that refuse to take Irish. Exactly. <laughs> That's <laughs> why. That's why. That is why. Shit. Literally, yeah. I know someone told me a really <clears throat> funny story. They were they were from Russia and they came to do a job in Northern Ireland and they got paid in cash. And they were going to go back to Russia via Italy. And when they got to Italy, they were going to transform the fee that they got paid into euros to spend while they were in Italy. And the Italian bank was like, this is illegal tender. Like, we can't, like, this isn't currency. We can't uh, exchange this for anything. I'm in shock. Yeah. Shock. Like, if you look up all of the laws surrounding... Uh, currency in the United Kingdom because of course who doesn't spend their time doing that yeah since like the start of the 20th century and like the most recent one is in 1980 something Northern Ireland notes are just illegal basically wow they're illegal even in Northern Ireland I love that so much (laughs) that is so Northern Irish there's nothing more Northern Irish that's what I'm wondering is Jersey got the same situation because if Jersey is legal I'm killing someone. Like, that's mad. not fair. Like, how um, are they able to get away with that? Oh, well, it <laughs> made me really proper mad. laugh because um, we were doing protests in, in one of my uh, classes and a kid was like, Miss, isn't there a protest somewhere near Britain about fishing? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> hun. Hun. There is. Yeah, hun, do you want to go join them? It's, uh, just need get your wee rowboat out. Yeah, literally, you'll be there soon. Off to sea, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, why is, like, what is, what leg is France standing on to have an issue with? Because what has changed? I don't really know. Something about fishing and, like, basically, for some reason, I don't understand why, Jersey has, like, reassigned, like, each boat is allowed to access a certain amount of sea. And, like, some, a number of fishing boats are not allowed to access as much sea as they thought they were. And France is angry. And apparently, they're well within their legal right to cut off Jersey's electricity, apparently. Why? So, so's Jersey. Fingers crossed that that happens, because I feel like that would be the shake-up that we all want to see. We love the drama, so fingers crossed. We love the drama. We live for it. Sorry, Jersey, but you're better (laughs) off without them. (laughs) Boy-bye. That's not true. No one's better off without Europe. Please stay with us. Oh, God. Oh, my God. That is so funny. So bizarre. 
What news did you bring us? The news that I've brought us is happy news. Well, happy news, but also somewhat controversial news in um, the art world at the moment. So every year there's the Turner Prize in the UK, which is the biggest, most famous art prize in, in the UK. And um, this year they decided instead of nominating five individuals, they would nominate five different artist collectives. And one of the artist collectives is a Belfast-based collective that is focused on women's rights activism, activism related to abortion rights in Northern Ireland and gay marriage rights in Northern Ireland and lots of different issues pertaining to Northern Ireland. And they've been nominated for this really prestigious art award, which has just been the highlight of my week. Basically, it was so nice to hear that. But it's interesting because there's been already quite a bit of backlash. From within Northern Ireland? Not from within Northern Ireland, but within the art scene, there's been a bit of backlash about this decision. Interestingly, from both ends of the spectrum, from the very conservative end of the art world and also the very uh, liberal, very left uh, activistic uh, wing of the art world. In fact, one of the nominees was very critical of the decision, um, which was very interesting because uh, basically they chose different artist groups. I'm not sure who all of them are, but they all kind of have different activistic goals. And so the one from Belfast is all about human rights law in Northern Ireland. And then there's another one that's called BOSS. And they are primarily to do with activism surrounding the BAME community within the United Kingdom. And uh, they were very critical of the decision to be nominated for the award because the award in itself, which is sponsored and kind of ran by the Tate Modern, the Tate has some difficult history, like a lot of British museums and very prominent galleries mm. in the art world. And so they kind of felt that it was like a bit exploitative and kind of a bit tokenistic for the very prestigious institutions to turn around and, and nominate these very grassroots art activistic groups whenever <laughs> the institutions are actually not that friendly or welcoming to those groups yep. and all of the people that those groups represent and so it was a very interesting conversation this week and then on the flip side you had the conservative art people uh, <laughs> just kind of being outraged for outrage's sake my favorite quote from a critic described the collective from northern ireland as having a DIY sensibility to tackle issues facing Northern Ireland and finished off their comment saying, as if Northern Ireland has not suffered enough from DIY <laughs> approaches to solving its issues. Lol. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. Oh, God. Uh, evidently, you don't know that much. No. But sure, that's fine. But yeah, so that was funny. I thought it was a nice piece of news. Yeah. In a otherwise quite glum week. That, oh my god, it has, it's Tuesday and it's been a glum week. I but know. overall, yeah, for sure. Like, that's cute and positive. And it's nice that, yeah, I like that collectives have been nominated. Yeah, I thought it was a nice idea. Um, they were kind of wanting to focus on the idea of community after a year of being separated from everybody. Yeah, um, I definitely understand the backlash. But overall, like, I think, nice try. Like, nice attempt at being inclusive and yeah. wholesome and hmm. I think so I mean yeah it's I think that the step in itself is a step in the right direction and I also think that the people who make the decision of who to nominate are separate from the Tate itself so mm. like the jury is not necessarily part of those like institutions 
But yeah, it would be good if the institutions then like followed up from this to yeah. actually create inclusive spaces <clears throat> and not have art galleries and art museums filled with 85% white men. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, the future is bright, maybe. We'll we see. We hope so. We can, we can only hope. <laughs> Aww. That was a very serious uh, news segment this week that we had. I know. I have. Uh, so this is not a piece of news that I have brought myself, and it's also not a very long piece of news because I haven't bloody read it. But um, I was in a, a meeting at school the other day, and someone who I have a huge amount of respect for was like, "So I read this bit of news, and I thought it was a great analogy for teaching because, like, apparently there's this race that never ends, and like there is no finish line." you just run and run and run until you can't run anymore and then you like collapse and the last man standing is the winner. And he was like, I think it's a great analogy for teaching because the job is never finished. And I was like, yeah. Great. I mean, yeah, that is actually really true. Like, once you get to the end of one academic year, you have to do the whole thing all over again. A bloody nothing. And, like, from a whole different starting point, because those kids are going to be a whole different set of kids. Oh, yeah. With a whole different situation. But I enjoyed that news. Like, the idea of people just running and the winner being, like, the last man standing. Or woman. (laughs) The last person standing. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I'd like to watch it. need some stamina. Yeah, tell me about it. Not for me. Not one for me. (laughs) No, no, I will politely decline. Thank you very much. So, shall we head into our... Our contributions? Submissions for the week. Yeah. We had more submissions this week. Which was exciting. Which means we don't have to humiliate ourselves. So, like, thank you so much. Only a little bit. Because I wasn't ready. Only a little bit. I might humiliate myself a little bit more, just for fun. But, you know please <laughs> why not okay so do you want to tell the first story because i'm really quite excited to hear <laughs> the ins and outs of this okay so obviously oh i've just lost the message obviously these stories are anonymous yes so if you do want to submit to us you can submit them via our instagram which is at wise up podcast or via our email which is wise up podcast at gmail.com and um even if we know you even if you put your name on it we will anonymize them is that a word i think so we will we will omit all names and identifying features from the story yeah but i got a message this week saying hey i've just ended my engagement why don't you use that for a podcast i was like wow hun (laughs) um so this person has been engaged to her partner for i want to say like Four? No longer. Like five years, I reckon. They were due originally to get married. For five years. Yeah. Oh wow. Oh my god. Four or five years. They were due to get married, um, and I believe it was delayed because of COVID. Right. Um. So at this point, thank goodness. Like, thank goodness. (laughs) Yeah, sounds like a lucky escape, actually. And she said to me, Essentially, it was to do with him having issues over my weight and how healthy he perceived me as. He wanted someone fitter and healthier than me, so I decided to break it off. And I said, oh my God, are you okay? And she said, and this is the best line ever. She said, girl, I'm a snack. Not everyone can handle filet mignon. Some some people can only digest rump steak from Tesco. (laughs) (laughs) Which killed me. (laughs) What so I'm kind fine. Of reason is that 
She said the line that ended it all is if you were a side ting and not a girlfriend, you would only get a visit from me every three or four months because you don't have a body like that. <laughs> and then he offered me a free pass to sleep with someone else before the wedding. <laughs> this was like three to four weeks ago. I had a think and I was like, nah, stop the whole wedding. Honestly, the audacity was insane. You don't even have hair and you're coming to insult my body <laughs> with your big bald head and three follicles clinging onto it. Men are just something else. Holy <laughs> shit. I, you, I mean, this is bad for an audio podcast, but my mouth was just hanging open the entire time you were reading that out. I'm in shock. I know. I'm so proud of them because, like, oh, yeah. that takes some strength. Like, even if you're, like, anger upset your partner to be like, no, I'm actually going to end this engagement and this potential wedding. It's, like, bold. That That's... Bold. I, I, I'm lost for words. That is unbelievable. But like the fact that he was like, "Oh, I'll give you a free pass before the wedding," that tells me that he's already taken his free pass without it even being offered to him, right? Or at least he's definitely planning to. Yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Oh my god. For shame. That is revolting. Yeah. Just horrendous. Absolutely. And like, when I tell you, like, I know this woman and she like looks after her fitness. Like she goes for big runs. She does workouts. Like she looks after herself. So regardless of your body size, like you're healthy. (sighs) Hun, you're doing, you're looking after yourself. And my favorite thing is that they've continued to just keep looking after themselves for them and they don't feel like they need oh, to yeah. like prove it to this man anymore because like no. oh you God. don't owe him shit. That, that's that that is diabolical. Isn't I, it? I can't believe that. So how long were they together, like all in all? So they must have met when I was in first year of uni because I was in a horrendous No, they met before <gasps> Oh wow. When did they meet? Yeah, either like when we were in first year of uni or the year before. So they they had been dating since either 2013 or 14. That is so long. Isn't it? That is so long. So long. That's almost 10 years. I have print screens of messages to this girl when she told me she was dating him. She texts me saying, Mads, I have a boyfriend. And I said, oh my God, do you need help? I can get someone to come and save you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. And here we are. God, you cursed it. But you cursed it from the outset. That's because I'm pessimistic and I hate all men. And yeah, I don't believe in fair. relationships. I think they're trash. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> Can you tell my trust has been hurt? <laughs> Issues. Hello. <laughs> Can you tell we're better? <laughs> Trying not to be, but sat here feeling it. So. Yeah. <laughs> Love that for us. Oh, God. <laughs> Bless us. Oh my god, that's uh, I am oh no, that is actually horrendous. I can't even shocking. No, yeah, completely really shocking. shocking. What but yeah, just all that is holy. I am genuinely in support of people breaking off their relationships, ending their marriages, ending their engagements, and doing what makes them feel happy. Like, you know, at the end of the day, like obviously this is the other thing that she said to me. I said, Are you okay? And she said Hun, it's not been easy, but I'm sure divorce is harder. And I was like, Well, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You get out of that oh situation when you can. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that's the only silver lining that he was 
that he at least did this before they got married because the mess that would have ensued afterwards is just not even worth thinking about. Oh my god, yeah. And all of this. Oh yeah. So congrats to you if you're (laughs) listening. Honestly, you've got this. The world is your bloody oyster. And uh, you are filet mignon. (laughs) I'd order you off a menu. I don't eat meat, but hell, I'd go for it. (laughs) It sounds pretty good. (laughs) Oh, fucking hell. That's that's absolutely crazy. The fact, I can't imagine someone having the audacity to just say that to someone's face like that. Mm -mm. Like, I also just can't imagine caring that much. Yeah. Like... You've been together for eight years. It's not a secret what that person looks like. Yeah. Why? Like, if if you're not attracted to someone, don't get with them in the first place. I don't... I mean, I know it's not that simple and, like, people change and people's looks change and stuff. But, like, I just don't understand, like... I don't know. I don't know, actually. Uh, yeah. I mean, but there's also just so much more to a marriage than attraction. Yeah. I- so much. And I just, like... I just think that it adds to these, like, societal expectations of women. And, like, so I read a thing the other day. I follow this woman on Instagram who basically recently ended her relationship, which I think was also of eight years, and they were also engaged. And she put something on there that really resonated with me about, like, women are just expected to make relationships work. Mm. And, like, it is an expectation of you to do everything you can to make that work. And it is seen as a failure from society if you can't make that work anymore. And I know, like, I fairly recently went through a breakup and go through, like, proper dips where I feel like a failure. And I, like, look at other people's relationships and I'm like, how can you make that work? And I can't make that work. And actually, like... It is such a societal expectation on women. And I love the fact that this woman has been like, no, the relationship's not working. And that's not a failure on my part. That's a failure of our relationship and on you for not being able to love me as I deserve to be loved. And I just think that that's phenomenal. It's not even necessarily a failure. It's just clearly there has been some breakdown in communication on his part uh, on his part and just like a lot of yeah the idea of of failing so i mean it's it's i yeah, i don't think there's any such thing as failure because like in in terms of relationships because it's just like it's not something that you can pass or fail at like there's no reward system for being able to maintain a relationship there's just like life is just periods of peaks and troughs and it's uh, it's really weird to uh, to attribute failure to either of those things because it implies that there was something that you could have done otherwise but I think that's what it feels like like I think that's the societal expectation on women is that like you make the relationship work like that is what your job is to do so if your relationship fails like what did you not do yeah and I think that's such like a 1950s housewife view and actually I hadn't even realized how much it's still ingrained in society until this woman said it and I was like oh yeah no you're right like I I personally feel like a failure like I feel like I have failed at this yeah and actually like that's just not like you said like it's just not a thing yeah and it's also just that thing of like yeah the idea of a romantic relationship is still upheld as on this pedestal of the most desirable goal that a woman can have for her life. Oh, and yeah. that oh, the yeah. people in general in our society, that, that that is what you have to strive for, that that is what will make you complete and whole and happy. Yeah. And it's just a really 
concerning narrative to be peddled. I know you feel this, but like I spent five years of my adult life very single and loving it and doing so many other things and traveling and studying for my masters and working in different jobs and getting to know different people. Mm -hmm. And there were certain people who I know and love and who love me and care about me, but like family members and old friends who I'd go home or I'd go to see them and they'd be like, the first question they would ask is, oh, have you got a boyfriend? Or are you dating anyone? Are you seeing anyone? And it would be like, no, I'm working five days no, a week. No, I've I'm just got a master's. My master's. I've just climbed a mountain. I, like, I've been to India on a research yeah, trip. Honestly, like <laughs> it was never like, how's your dissertation? How's your job? It was like, oh, are you dating? And it was like, yeah, so not a priority for my life at the time or now. And yeah, that idea that like that is the standard that we should all reach and set for ourselves, especially as women is mad yeah. oh i love that this has yeah. just turned into a little feminist rant i feel quite like <laughs> therapeutic <laughs> it's, it's took a very different turn this week Hasn't but i really it? love it no yeah it's this it's a really weird thing to grapple with and not only the thing of like making relationships work but also just like having the capacity or being able to attain relationships and also especially after a certain age it just is kind of this yeah the pressure just it's it's very bizarre it's very very bizarre and you feel yourself kind of like falling prey to it and like questioning yourself and being like well why like yeah why has that not worked or why have I not got this or that and it's just like because there's other priorities I used to question myself and be like I used to be like am I happy single like people are telling me that I shouldn't be like yeah am I happy like yeah no I am but like every now and again I'd have to check in with myself because everybody made me feel like I shouldn't be yeah so here's to you filet mignon (laughs) here's to you cheers buy yourself a bottle of wine oh my gosh yeah have a good night listen to us yeah listen to us go on a feminist We uh we have another submission that we're gonna. We do have another. We we, we actually had a few this week, but we did we've have chosen few. just to do the two of them. Yeah. Um. Because um. For now, anyway. We might make a theme out of next week's. Yeah. And one of the submissions fits within the theme, so I think that's how we're gonna that's how we're gonna do it next week. But yeah, I've got this little story here. I'm gonna read it as they've written it in the first person. So amazing. Okay. So a couple of years back, I got invited to this art sculpture group exhibition, which my best friend was exhibiting her work in. At the time, I had just started dating my now boyfriend and I thought it would be a great opportunity to introduce him to the art world and the social sphere I enjoy being in. Mind you, my boyfriend is more the athletic type and is not interested in art at all, something I wish I had understood sooner. So we arrived to the space and everything was great. We met up with my best friend, we were having a drink and we were going through the tour of the exhibition. So far, so good. Until we saw one art piece that we both really liked. It was an interactive piece where people were given a platform to step on and crush oranges with their bare feet. Very playful and satisfying. This work stood out not only because there were oranges literally everywhere, but also because it was one of the first artworks we saw and it was in the hallway, which meant that it was at the centre of the exhibition. In my head, I was like, perfect, now I know what kind of art he likes. Maybe we can go to more interactive exhibitions. At some point, my best friend asked me to take some photographs of her work. 
this is where I made the mistake of leaving my boyfriend alone for a bit too long. I go to find him 10 to 15 minutes later and he's at the artwork with the oranges but instead of using the oranges the way the artist had instructed, he was playing football with them. I thought it was cute and sort of harmless seeing that there were literally hundreds of oranges everywhere until he started shooting them across the hallway and splattering oranges all over the wall. I told him to cut it out and he did but he still wanted to play passes with me so I thought okay whatever poor guy is bored I'll play some passes with him. We pass the oranges back and forth until we get to this point in the hallway where there's an entryway going into another room where more artworks are in and as we are passing oranges I kick an orange into the air and I see that it's heading towards his crotch. He flinches and tries to avoid it by stepping back. As he's stepping backwards, he trips and falls directly onto the most delicate artwork in the show. The work was made of wood, cracks in half, making a big noise and the room goes absolutely silent. My jaw drops and I stare at the situation, not knowing what to do. I got so embarrassed, I ran out of the room and locked myself in the bathroom until I calmed down. Thankfully, my boyfriend stayed with the artwork until the artist came. He helped him piece it back together the best that they could, and we left right away. Oh, <laughs> Hannah. That is pain. That is such pain. So I, I, yeah. I read this to my best friend who is male, and I could feel when I read the like orange going into the crotch, I could feel the cringe in him. Like, yeah. Oh. <laughs> so I understand the boyfriend yeah. flinching into the artwork. Like, hell, yeah, hun. Yeah. I also just, um, it's so funny to just hide in the bathroom of this exhibition. Like, <laughs> also imagine being the friend who's exhibiting art, being like, yeah, that was my guess. Yeah, these are my there. plus ones. Uh, she's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, whoops. Oh my God. <laughs> my favourite thing is the idea of like going to an art gallery, like a sculpture gallery and just seeing people like playing football with an orange. Yeah, yeah. Just like, not a piece of work, yeah. just going. <laughs> <laughs> I know, yeah. It is that funny thing of like, oh, there's always like this story and I don't remember like the original source for it, but like there's this like, urban myth of like these people put this pair of glasses down in an art gallery and within five minutes everybody was stood around it admiring it like oh wow this is so interesting but it was just some like person who had just decided to set the glasses down in an art gallery so yeah it's it's you can never know really a lot of times what's art and what's just trash oh yeah what's (laughs) just people just living their fucking lives yeah exactly (laughs) Just putting their glasses down, just playing kickabout with an orange, you know. <laughs> this this story resonated with me a little bit and I thought it was funny because classically it reminded me of a time that I did something kind of similar. It wasn't in an art gallery, but it was someone's personal property. So, <laughs> oh, sh- yeah, it was it was interesting. I It was like three years ago now. I was studying at an art academy and... There was this party going on in the courtyard and we'd had some drinks. Everybody was like on a bit of a high because it was the end of like a very stressful week and we were just kind of letting loose a little bit. Like there was a tattoo artist in the corner just giving on the spot tattoos. I love this. I really wanted one, but I had to go to the opera that evening. So I thought (laughs) it was the most middle class thing anyone's ever said. I really wanted to get a tattoo, but I had to go to the opera. (laughs) Sorry. I know, it's great. Well, to, uh, 
but in my my defense it was a it was an extracurricular module that i was taking and they paid for our tickets so that was nice but i just kind of i just thought thought like yeah like the opera is like the most fancy thing ever you can't turn up with like a bleeding freshly tattooed arm wrapped in plastic so i had to forego the tattoo but yeah i went to the opera had some more drinks at the opera and then cycled home but I was feeling a bit frustrated because I missed out on like the party at the courtyard and getting tattooed and everything and I was like I want to find an after party we need to go find an after party so me and my friend were cycling back into the city and trying to like contact people to find an after party and we eventually found one at this kid's house and so we just rocked up at this random stranger's house and you didn't know them no not at all no okay absolutely not and um absolutely not absolutely not and i hope i never do because if i see them again i would be very mortified oh (laughs) so we go we go into this house party and like there's people everywhere like there's three floors to this place and everywhere is just like hiving with people and there's like djs and everything and um more drinks and just people everywhere there's nowhere to sit so we went outside couldn't find anywhere to sit outside so we ventured back into the living room and there's some people like crowded on like this sofa that curls around this table and so everyone like is squished up on the edge of the sofa and so I decide to perch myself on the edge of the table and as soon as I perch myself on the edge of the table the entire thing splits in half (laughs) I just fall to the ground and then the person who owns the house comes over and was like what the fuck have you just done to my table I was like and I was I wasn't like drunk drunk but I was a little bit tipsy to the fact where I was like it wasn't me (laughs) I didn't I was like it was already broken I didn't (laughs) I didn't Sat see on the f- Were you like on the floor at this point? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like table. getting up, dusting myself off, being like, it wasn't me. Like, like it was already broken. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and so my you f- must have. It must have been like this when I got here. Yeah, I mean, I just thought I sat down with it. Yeah, I mean, like, are you kidding me? Like, there's no way that I broke a table in half. No, absolutely Shit. not. And uh, yeah, and yeah, that was that was an awkward story. but it was just funny because like he was outraged at me breaking his table in half but like upstairs there was like a line of people waiting to do lines of coke in the bathroom and I'm like really you're annoyed at me (laughs) (laughs) get your priorities (laughs) everyone's doing drugs upstairs (laughs) but yeah that was fun was it an expensive looking (laughs) table or was it like an Ikea special no it was well it wasn't an Ikea but it definitely wasn't an expensive table. It was like, I, well, to be fair, I have no idea. I know, fuck all but, about uh, furniture. It's not expensive anymore. So. <laughs> it is no longer worth the, any money. <laughs> the value has definitely decreased. So Until yeah. you're famous, in which case, if he's kept those pieces, you can... Well, yeah, true. You can use true. it as an art piece at your next exhibit. Yeah, it could be yeah that's like a piece of contemporary art that's ephemera i love it and it can be like a part of your art autobiography like memories of a bad night piece just a broken table (laughs) a wine glass empty with some lipstick around the room yeah yeah tracy and a half stubbed out cigarette yeah love done can't wait that'll be my next exhibition and then just put a picture of me on it because credit me Just a little framed image, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think that would go nicely. <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
I mean, we've all learned our lesson from that story. Never play football in an art gallery. No, I, I, uh, yeah, I think it's not necessarily the best idea. But uh, no. yeah, I, I do definitely identify with that sinking feeling of like, oh fuck, yeah. I fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> that was a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, have you ever just had that inst- moment of instant regret of like? Uh-oh. Oh, I think that's my natural state. Oh, right, yeah. Instant regret. <laughs> Everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> Lol. I, ju- I just think it's a regular occurrence for me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very impulsive. I do things on impulse. Well, you so, are a rising Sagittarius and a Gemini. What can I say? So, what can I say, I mean, guys? it all full circle. It all makes sense. Okay. <laughs> and And... End as we started. Yeah, the circle of life. That's not how the saying goes, is it? Start as you mean that, to go on. End that, as yeah. Oh, start okay. as you mean to go on is is the is the saying. Not yeah. not really applicable, but you know. No, it would have been better if I'd have said that at the start. <laughs> <laughs> so. Little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Oh yeah. dear. But everything's come back around. Yeah. Full full circle. You yeah, literally I said d- it. I, I don't know why I'm it. trying yeah, to overcomplicate it. No, I don't it. know. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> Just ignore me. Most people do. <laughs> Before we go, I do want to shout Emma out again. Yes. For our theme tune. And also, last time, I'm just trying to get my Instagram up because we didn't shout out Emmett's socials. Oh, yeah. Good idea. Well spotted. Which was a mistake. <laughs> so, a mistake on our part. Sorry, Emmett. Please forgive us. You can find Emmett on Instagram at it's Emmett official. Emmett spelt E-M-E-T no double letters there you don't need them and if you search him on spotify e-m-e-t emmet you can find him there his debut album cheers and all the best is out now and look actually i'm actually wearing i am the oh first oh my god i know emmet merch i'm the first person who received an emmet official oh, t-shirt wow. and i am actually That's in love amazing. with it it's, it's designed by a northern irish artist and i feel like it's going to be like a new go-to oh um, wow it looks so cute it's really cute right i love and they're it like 15 pounds on Bandcamp, guys oh really i'm just saying wow. yeah Come on, guys. Support Emma. Yeah, get in there. But yeah, just wanted to say thank you. And thank you to everyone who submitted to yes. us. And if you um, didn't hear your story why on not? this. Oh. Ca- <laughs> <laughs> Don't even if you didn't submit to us. <laughs> if why? you didn't hear yourself on this week's podcast, then stay tuned because we have a themed uh, podcast coming up next week, which I suppose we should just tell them what it's going to be. Should we just do it? We think it would be funny next week to do uh, a whole bunch of stories themed around drunken antics or mistakes or just your funniest drunk night out stories. Uh, We want to hear them. And we will also, of course, divulge our own because what else are we here for, really? I actually might divulge stories for you. I don't know if I'm going to divulge stories for myself, but... (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll think about I, it. To, honestly, I can only think of one story for me. Is it the one I'm thinking it of? It might be. Shall we just say, I'm going to say <laughs> one word and you have to tell me if you know what it is. Is the word going to be right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The yeah. word is right. <laughs> oh God, I can't wait. Um, <laughs> yeah, so look forward but to yeah. that next week. <laughs> Please submit stories. 
we can't yeah, wait to read them yeah we, we can't really want to hear them i'm so excited for ashley's yeah and, <laughs> stay um, tuned <laughs> Oh, God. I'll try and think of some good ones, because no doubt I have many. I mean, um, you have some. I can think of some. Great. <laughs> <laughs> great. Oh, God, I thought of quite a good one. Anyway. Yes. Um, so we'll be here, same time, same place next week. Um, yes. Check us out on Instagram, at Wise Up Podcast for some... Uh, updates and you can submit to us there and just to show us some love and support continue to send us uh feedback we accept yeah, we both love positive and negative we yeah. Yeah, yeah we love it we just absolutely love criticism although to be fair i did get a lovely message this week saying um someone said that they absolutely hate podcasts but they cried laughing listening to ours so Aww. i know right so come on guys You've heard it here first. So, We're hilarious. <laughs> I went to London to see a friend and they picked me up at the train station. And when my train got in, they were like, I'm listening to you. And like showed me us on Spotify. Oh and I was God. like, this is so weird. so weird. I know. I, whenever it went live, I was like, oh, that's my name on my Spotify app. What the I know. fuck? But yeah. Send us reviews. Subscribe. Follow us. Send feedback. And any funny stories. Please. But for next week, specifically Please. drunk ones. And have a great week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.